Can I say that it's interesting that this was summer session 23 and it was D23? We haven't. Ooh, look at that. Right. You think I planned that on purpose? No, I don't think you planned I, that on well, purpose. I, actually, I totally did. So, Wow, good good forward thinking. I space out the calendar. You know how I do. I'm sorry I ever doubted you, Bradley. <laughs> Eat your greens. Dab. Summer sessions in session. Expect the unexpected. I'm talking to me and it's the seconds. This podcast perfection. Keep you guessing what methods I'm messing with the new section. And it's the dopest podcast on earth. Best you reckon. So, you know we on. Tell me that we on. Yo, this is the dope show. Yeah, we on. Tell me that we on. Yeah, this be the dope show. Yeah, we on. Tell me that we on. Yo, this is the dope show. Yeah, we on. Tell me that we on. Yeah, this be the dope show. This is the dope show. Play the ghost exclusive. A galaxy far, far, far away. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Super Dope episode of the Dopest Podcast on Earth. We got an extra special, extra crispy Super dope show. It's the dope show. I'm your host, Bradley Baxter. This is Summer Sessions number 23. We've got not one and not two, but wow. we got the whole crew here Woo-hoo. for the first time. We got Katie and Chris. It's our yeah. of fun. Yeah, and as I said that, I was like, now they're both going to talk mm-hmm. over each other at the same time. I probably should have set that up a lot better. You'll work it out. <laughs> Katie's been with us for a while, but hey, Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing really good, man. I've been a busy busy summer in the old world of Chris, but uh but yeah man i'm excited to be here and talking about my favorite things which is yeah of course Dis- D- D- disney and such d23 katie your hands are cramped up you've been doing the notes there's a lot from last week to take in right it was for I, me there's a lot going on i feel like i need to make a spreadsheet like i feel like that meme of charlie from it's always sunny right now where he's like up against oh, the yeah, wall and he's like, with the Carol! Carol! That's ex- that's exact. Yes, I'm. Yes, that's exactly how I feel right now. With Not only all of this information. do all of these people exist, but they've been wondering where the hell their mail has been for the last week and a half. I'm gonna love it. It's a great episode. <laughs> uh, like you said, we got tons and tons uh, of, of shit to talk about. Like I said before, we're throwing out all the scripts and talking all about D23. Chris is the only one that I know that calls it D23. D23, baby. D23. Yeah. Uh, man, let's just let's let's just dive into this super dope special edition. So it's no no breaking news that this Sony Spider-Man thing has has hit the internet and is the biggest story talked about this year probably. I, I mean, safe. That's pretty safe to say. Let's just get everyone's first reactions because usually I'm the first to break stuff or like hit up people. But Katie was the one who hit me up last week. I believe on Tuesday, and I was like, "Wait, what are you t-? like?" News broke. Sony yeah. are, and Mar- uh, Marvel Disney are having some complications with locking down Spider-Man contracts, and we want money, but we want more money, but we can't look dumb, and it's basically a pissing match. Ultimately, the pe- person I think is that loses is us, right? The fans, we all lose. Oh, absolutely. Chris and I have been talking off the pod. Katie and I have been talking off the pod. I did read a rumor, still not 100% clear if it's not a rumor and technically be true, was the deal of they came to an agreement, they're ironing out those details. I did read a story today that was like, there is a deal in place, but with D23, they kind of all set it back and just taking it one day at a time, I guess. Kevin Feige and Tom Holland came out. I felt like Tom Holland's press release or like entertainment weekly response to the whole thing was very PR written. 
Absolutely. Is anybody else kind of? Yeah, it has to be. I mean, he's still under contract. Well, not only that, but he's usually the one that's going to spill all the beans, and then he's probably like, all right, Tom, here's the thing. (laughs) Say this, say this only, and... Yeah, he can't, I mean, he can't say anything. It was very, yeah, usually he's like, oh, I love playing Spider-Man. Oh, I'm I'm a real, I'm a real boy. Kind of stuff, you know? (laughs) Who do you think is the the big bad wolf in this situation? I'll I'll start with you, Chris. Yeah, and that's a tough call, man. I mean, even being the Disney person that I am, like... No, I mean, I don't want that to get in the way of me saying Sony. I think the deal they had before was, like, insanely good for Sony. And they, it seems like they're greedy. I mean, they were basically saying, you pay for all of it and you get, what, 1% back on it? And we keep the rest and something else crazy? How much was it? It was, like, 5%. And then they keep all the... Five. Yeah, then they keep all of the... Uh, merchandising rights. Oh, yeah. they keep uh, all the merch. Unreal, unreal. And the fact that they couldn't I mean, be like, "Hey, look, well, look what we've done. We established the sky in our universe, and we gave you two bangers of movies." I mean, sure, Venom did well at the box office, but nobody, but it was like critically panned. And it's like, "Hey, let, let us freaking do it!" And now, apparently, this, I mean, this offer that you're probably gonna talk about if it comes to fruition, I mean, thirty percent is great. I mean, that's that's like a huge increase for Disney, and and Sony's not getting up that much, but because they couldn't meet around something of like, hey, how about we both make some freaking money on this thing? Whatever. I mean, it seems like they're both making money on this. It's like, no one's losing it in this. It- in, yeah, this, no in this deal anyway is it the most fair deal probably not but like it's an agreement it's yeah. just safe to say that but this agreement sometimes is really standard when you do things like that like somebody gets everything you know they're getting all the merch yeah, I mean, money which I can't find a stat on <laughs> which I'm sure is billions of dollars a year and then Sony's keeping all the profits from the films I think that that seems like a fair deal I think Disney is being the that's merch, the thing is like the merch what is making more money is it the movie that's making more money or is it like the merch because i do know sony does own and have rights in the say even in the marvel comic books they own that much they own like 100 percent of the rights for spider-man the, the thing that i think is a curveball and i've talked to you katie about this so chris i'm also curious to get your take on it is what hasn't been really discussed is uh, how disney can use spider-man in the parks now, I know there's like the Mississippi rule because of Universal Studios, blah, blah, blah. But right, right, right. Spider-Man, Spider-Man's been in Disney, Disneyland Paris since I went there, which was a few years ago. And the fact that they're building this Avengers campus, which we'll talk about a little bit later, there's got to be some kind of clause in there that says otherwise. Like, if Sony was just like, no, you guys just can't use them at all. I mean, Disney's going to lose, way, has way more to lose than Sony does at this point, I think. What would you say, Chris? Like, is that, I mean, what have you heard? Does that sound weird to you? They're not going to move forward with this Spider-Man ride in the parks if they don't have rights to him. So there's probably some sort of there's got to be some contractual thing that says this is all for film rights. And it goes through all that. But it's like, well, we already we already got the rights to this portion of it. So this is already happening. It's not it's not dissimilar to the Hulk one, the Hulk ride. But I think there's got to be something. They went through too much trouble to let that hang on a possibility of not reaching a contract deal. Like, between the patents, the hours the Imagineers put into a brand new kind of technology and announcing it, like, all these things, it's too much to be like, hey, let's do all that. And you know what? Actually, in two years, we might lose this whole damn thing or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember they went out and did this whole patent thing for the Spider-Man ride. Oh, yeah, it was freaking awesome. Um, I didn't really talk about the deal that was rumored, but it's basically there's going to be another trilogy after the third movie with tom holland uh up to six films including avengers with a seventh film option disney will get 30 percent. everything gets moved on 
basically back to, to everything. A Venom will get brought into the MCU. I mean, I don't know how it, how detailed out these items are, but whether or not Kevin Feige is going to land on producing. And the thing that, that weirds me out is like I went back and watched like all these featurettes on Homecoming. It seems like Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal are, have worked together long enough to be on a level where if she, if Kevin Feige was like, all right, I'm going to focus on this Disney Plus stuff, I feel like Amy Pascal could handle the role, no? Mm -hmm. She did Spider-Verse. I mean, Kevin Feige had nothing to do with that. I don't know. I'm curious. But I told Katie this. I was like, um, I, think, I think Sony technically is the winner in this thing. If they walk away... We're gonna get more Spider-Man, like Spider-Verse or, or Spider-World. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get all the Spider-Verse movies. Like we're gonna get Tom Holland as Spider-Man still. We're gonna get a Miles Morales movie quicker. Granted, they got if they can keep a level of Venom and higher. Personally, I find it heartbreaking that Spider-Man's not part of the MCU, but selfishly. I'm excited because that means, you know, looking at the amount of content that Disney is working on, they have so much on their plate right now that theoretically it could be 2022 before we see another Spider-Man movie. And if Sony's in charge of it, and I guess I read somewhere that the writing of the script is done, they could have it out in a year, year and a half. And selfishly, the sooner the better, yeah, but, I think. See, uh, yeah, that, but how are they going to do it the without other thing the is, MCU? Is like, how are they going right. to so pick the, it up my, after two? The other thing that I, I've always said this since they did this giant time jump of 2023 is, like, they gave themselves uh, enough time to catch up and, like, make stuff that has been going on without having to, like, continue that timeline. So if Sony does take over, I'm curious if they would have to eliminate that timeline, like, because they can't reference the blip or anything before that. So... Right. It's a mix-up. We'll have to. We're gonna have to wait and see. I mean, I, is there anything else you guys want to touch on? I know we've kind of talked about this for, and it's been going on for already. So, and there's lots still left to talk about tonight. But I think it's safe to I say just, we all want Spider-Man in the MCU. Oh yeah. Have Have you guys seen the oh, website? Is Spider-Man? There's the all MCU. kinds of stuff. Like there's, there's supposed to be like a bunch of Spider-Man like fans rushing the the Sony lot, <laughs> and there's like a website. Well, the website's just. Like the Thanos one, like, did you get snapped? It, and you just go to it and it says no, with like a sad face. <laughs> there's another website that... And they update it every few There's hours. another website that's constantly updated that's like, is Spider-Man back in the MCU? And it's like updated like every hour or something and it just mm -hmm. says no. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking Yeah, that's, that's, the one I'm that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, I didn't know Thanos was in it. No, it's like the Thanos Oh, oh I got you, I got you. Like, I got you. Where it's just a binary yes or no. Gotcha. Well, we all want to see Spidey in yeah. the MCU. It's going to be very interesting to see if they walk away and he's not involved. Anyway, back to Disney. Our, our favorite thing to talk about. There's so much jelly in these donuts. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I was trying to wait for the right time to say that. Because <laughs> I knew I was going to say it at least once tonight, but I'll probably say it like nine times. Uh, let's start with Disney Plus. Tons and uh, tons and tons more stuff keep coming out. Uh, before we talk about any of the shows, the packaging seems to just keep getting better. Mm-hmm. Me likey that and package. I agree. The, the, the regular basic package is $6.99 and you get Disney Plus. Now, if you upgrade to $12.99, which is what Netflix costs right now. I know they just deducted $12.99 from my bank account today. See you later. 
And I was like, <sighs> and I haven't watched Netflix in like since Stranger Things. Anyway, um, <laughs> but with $12.99, you're getting ESPN Plus, uh, you get National Geographic, you get Hulu. Plus, now yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious on this Hulu thing because it, is it just like the regular Hulu that that like right now that I have, or is it there's like an ad version, right? I think it's the ad version last I checked. So you don't get yeah, you just get regular Hulu. You don't get Hulu Plus, but I wonder if it's like for 15 you can get Hulu Plus. Yeah, so I think supposedly they're supposed to iron out upgrades for for that. Oh, and if you get that upgrade, you also get like every single movie under the belt. Everything from Fox, everything from Disney, everything from Marvel. And then by December, you'll get Endgame. Yeah, it's it's going to be 75 on launch day. So not including all the things that are going to be rolling out. But on launch day, on November 12th, there will be 400 movie titles. It says 25 original series and 7,500 episodes of previous shows. Jesus. Which I'm hoping the MMC... With Justin Timberlake and Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears. I hope those episodes are part of that. I have not found that information anywhere. They keep kicking us new stuff every day, it feels like. And this thing just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And I'm not so sure that any of these platforms stand a chance at this point. I mean, you're getting all the Simpsons episodes, right. too. Yeah, I saw that in the little trailer. I like that. That's cool. I didn't know if that was going to happen or not. But heck, yeah. Yeah. But speaking of some original stuff coming... There's a couple of movies that are coming out, one of them being Noel, which is a holiday Santa Claus type of film with Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. Right? Who's Hadar? Looks like Hader. Hader. <laughs> Hader's on my radar. Hader, I hardly know her. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's amazing. Which looks okay. You know, probably a nice little Christmas film by the guy who did other romantic comedies, so there's that. We'll be ready for that when it drops. A documentary series called One Day at Disney. And this is actually a really, really cool. I, the thing, and I will say this, I love Disney very much. Obviously, we talk probably that the most on this show. But I feel like every time I see a video, like these big companies, they play these videos. And for some reason, you're just like, they just tug at your heartstrings. And oh, like, yeah. Why? What is happening right now? There's just a kid holding a balloon. And I, <laughs> I can't stop crying. Like, it's the craziest thing. Uh, but one day at Disney, we'll talk about, like, Imagineers at the park, things like people that have, like, regular everyday jobs that most people wouldn't notice but have so much importance in the theme parks and the Good Morning America because Robin Roberts is on there, too. I yep. mean, yep. that's going to be a great series. It's going to be cool. I mean, it's like half of it feels like a, a nice PR stunt, but half of it feels like a cool way to get see what they're doing all over the world and, like, get introduced to new things they're doing or like new like things you just don't know about the company which is kind of cool it's a good way to show that stuff off yeah it's also a, a book i think more of a coffee table book makes sense uh, next thing i thought was a show but it's actually gonna be a film but it's the live action of lady and the tramp did you guys see the trailer i saw stills no. from it yeah the tra- i can't handle that trailer today <laughs> the trailer has dropped it looks great i'm almost curious Maybe they just wanted to have like another powerhouse on the platform, but it looks like it should have made theaters. Looks really good. Yeah, I'll watch it and I'll be heartbroken and cry. I love that movie. I mean, the CGI looks just as good as Lion King. With I mean, they're getting they know what they're crazy. Yeah, exactly. Next on this, and there's a bunch of other stuff that I've definitely left off. These are just some of the highlights that I thought we could all talk about. 
Uh, but the world according to Jeff Bloom. Now, this is a National Geographic side of the platform, but <laughs> I don't know how Jeff Goldblum became this character who he is, but he's awesome. It's just who he is, man. It's just like his freaking personality. It's he's, he fall, Yeah, he falls under the same, and I don't mean that they're the same person, but they have the same kind of aura around them with, I would say, someone like Bill Murray. Like, yeah. Bill Murray, everyone loves Bill Murray. Everyone loves Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. He's like, it doesn't matter dude, what he's they do. Weird, but also super friendly and also like fun. And he likes to engage with people and like really have conversations. He also has this like wackadoodle perspective, but it also kind of makes sense a little bit. Like I want to follow that guy around. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, I feel weird about Jeff Goldblum being on Disney. I just because I have so many friends who have so many sex fantasies about him, and like <laughs> who doesn't have just total. I, right, so. Like, he's just, like, such a icon in that way to, like, the gay community and a lot of women I know. My friend Marissa, she had an entire Jeff Goldblum-themed bachelorette party. Damn. So, wow. for me to be like, oh, yeah, he's on Disney, I just, I mean, I'll watch it. It's Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I'm sure they'll watch it, too. He's, oh, for sure. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they will. But I feel a little strange because he's such a sexy man doing something for Disney and when I think of Disney I think of the most pure hearted I, I hope that all your friends entity. I hope that all your friends that have this fantasy is like it all stems from the Jurassic Park laying down leather, leather pants, pants I, no, I, oh, button, oh. button up shirt open oh that was a that was a moment in my life as a young woman so I can only imagine that yes I hope he yes yes please yes pants, Jeff Goldblum Please. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right, this next topic we're talking all about theme parks. Man, this is was way more loaded than I thought it would have. I left off a bunch of stuff. There's new parades coming. There's other attractions that are, are coming. Oh yeah. This is their chance to really show off all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, which I guess Yeah, you left off Mary Poppins. I did leave off Mary Poppins because I will insert Mary Poppins having an attraction now at Epcot. In the United Kingdom. Yeah, area. well, I was just going to go over Epcot on the whole because it's t- getting totally rebranded. Oh, so much. We'll get to that. We'll get to so that. Much. But there's a new type of, it seems like a Roger Rabbit ride, but it's called Runaway Railway with Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And I saw some of these pictures and it looks really, really dope. First freaking Mickey Mouse ride in any Disney park. <laughs> right. That's a, that's why I think this one stood out to me. And it's definitely um, showcasing Disney animation really, really well. They do dark rides the best. Oh yeah, they do. They know how to light. I mean, they know how to light up a dark room. It's gonna do um, a lot guys- to help. Uh, it's gonna do a lot to help Toontown. I think too. It gets a lot of traffic. I mean, it does well for itself. But since the way it's kind of situated now in the back, and especially now that you split the other direction to go to Star Wars Land, like on the other side of the park, right. I think that it's gonna help Toontown. Because Roger Rabbit's a great attraction, but the roller coaster sucks and it's always broken down. And then everything else is just meet and greets or like little fun houses. So I think throwing another attraction back there next to Roger Rabbit will help pull some people to that back corner, which takes them past. It's going to help thin out the park a little because you're going to get more of that thing from Fantasyland is going to draw. You go to Fantasyland and then you go hit that. And on the way, maybe you hit freaking maybe you hit uh, whatever. It's a small world, which is going to eat up. Uh, 50 of your minutes and then Mickey's magic map like I think it's gonna do a lot to pull people that direction just to go on that ride and kind of keep them in that kind of northeast corner of Disneyland which will be really really cool to kind of help 
I don't know, thin people out a little during the busy season. Well, and I think it's a good introduction ride for kids for dark rides because so many of the dark rides like the Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean are not for little kids. And it's something different that they'll be able to do too to kind of introduce them to a new type of ride that isn't open air. Totally. Or it's a small yeah, world. Yeah, absolutely. This is a big one. I prob- people are probably a little bummed that it's not going to be in Orlando or LA or Anaheim, rather. But uh, Frozen Land is coming to Hong Kong Disney, and I believe there's going to be like two like roller coaster type rides. Nice. Oh. I saw some still yes. images from this. It looks. I mean, I have yet. This is going to surprise probably a lot of people, but I've yet to see Frozen. What? You've never seen Frozen? No, I, I think it's because it I didn't. I just wasn't one of the first people to see it, so I'm like, ah, uh, I can't go see it. Now. Right. You should watch it. Right. That's silly. You should watch it immediately. I should. <laughs> Let it go. I should. Let it go. Yeah, you've got to. Anyway, did you guys see any of the images from Frozen Land? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be cool. I mean, that's it's gonna that's, do. It's you got real estate in those parks, so they're gonna. That's where they can start building on. I mean, they're running out of space to put stuff like that, and especially in Disneyland, so they got to find other spots and places that have a huge market for Frozen, especially Frozen and Winnie the Pooh crush across overseas. Well, and Epcot, Epcot has a version of that. Yeah, they yeah, turned they, have, they turned uh, monster uh, whatever that word for uh, big storm is. I forget that ride that was there for a long time. They turned that into the the village. Um, in their world thing, which which did yeah, really this good. This is gonna be a yeah. This is gonna be a big ass Arendelle. Yeah, a big ass big Arendelle. Arendelle in Hong Kong. Maelstrom. That's big what the old ride Arendelle. was called. It was a cool. Yeah, this is aside from the park, but it kind of fell in this this panel. But Disney Store is coming to Target now. Target. So hometown hero. I was curious. Minneapolis. Of course. Oh yeah. They're supposed to be doing like a bunch of art installments, and each one's supposed to be slightly different. I'm curious how they. Like, this deal came through with Target out of all places. Brad, I don't know if you've been in... Chris, you probably have. Have you guys been in, like, the new design of Targets? Like, what the new look is for Target? The Targets out here are definitely different than any Target I've ever seen because they're uh, they're more New York-style Freaking small bodegas. So, like, they're, like, small and, like, layered. Well, so the Targets here have moved to, instead of it being you know, kind of like everything on a 90 degree angle. There's all these different shops and things aren't laid out like they used to be with like the aisles. Things don't totally line up. There's these like center areas. So when I've seen the visuals for this Disney in Target, it makes a lot of sense with the direction that Target's going now that they'll have like a little Disney store within a store because they're starting to have most of the most of the remodels of like the newest version of Target have happened here. And so it makes sense that that would happen. And, you know, now that Disney owns everything that Target sells for kids, for toys, essentially, they might as well, you know, I mean, have an actual Disney theme shop. It's basically a pop up in Target. They're going to be playing the move. They're going to have like a photo op spot yeah. and like movies playing and all that. Wow. I think it'll be fun. Just when you thought you couldn't get your yeah. kid out of Target. Disney found a way to make sure your kid stays in Target. That's fine by me. <laughs> Just drop them off uh, in the morning and pick them up later. I can't wait to talk about Perfect. this next thing because I'm so curious. Like, I don't understand really how it's supposed to run. So I'm hoping you guys could help me out with it. But the Galactic Star Cruiser is supposed to be this new Star Wars two-day hotel experience. Mm-hmm. It sounds really cool. Yeah. But it just seems like you're kind of stuck in a hotel for two days. It really is. It basically is a cruise ship they dropped on land. 
Like, yeah, and you just kind of are in it. You should put it in Vegas. Like, it's yeah, nuts. Like, it's, yeah, that's what I didn't get was like, the nothing's moving. You're not like on a cruise ship, but you're technically on a cruise ship, but you're just. It's more it's like, like having dinner your, theater, actually, because like you're on the cruise ship, but like you get your like credentials and you get to pick who you are. And then like you're addressed that way. And there's like shit you can right. do and schedules. But yeah, it's like you went to Disneyland and two of your days you're going to be in. I mean, but that's it, right? You've been like. This is going to be for the uber rich who are like, we go to Disneyland all the fucking time. We don't give a shit. Like, let's go, kids. Get in the car. <laughs> right. Yeah. My friend just got back from Galaxy's Edge. And when we talked about having a hotel, he talked about how immersive Galaxy's Edge already is. That a hotel would be a nice transition. So he gave me the example that there was a t-shirt he wanted to buy and they didn't have his size. So someone got on the smuggler radio <laughs> and like came out fully dressed in smuggler gear and like pulled out a bunch of wrinkled shirts and then they haggled over the price and then rang it Dope. up for him. Yeah, it's like a whole, <laughs> he like lost his mind. But yeah, he said that it was just unbelievable. And I think, you know, Star Wars fans are probably the most intense fans in like the nerd world. But I think a two day hotel experience, people are going to want it to be like a week long thing based on like what I've read about it. Uh, People are two days won't even be enough. You have lightsaber training. Can you learn that in a day? No. I mean, the co- another cool thing is just how like you get to the spaceship. Like they send you in this like fake elevator, and transport and like, you. And yeah, shit. it's gonna be, it's gonna be a, to a the, trip, man. I, I, have you seen prices on it? I have not seen prices. on I it. I don't know. But, I haven't either. But I can imagine it's gonna be astronomical. A little bit cheaper than a cruise ship ticket per person. You've seen Galaxy's Edge, right? Or no? Me? Yeah. No, I'm going in February. Mm. And, and I can't oh, wait. Scott says to make reservations for the cantina. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right. You gotta get you super can't ahead just of that. Go That's to the right. Cantina. I've read a bunch, a couple of articles from like like money magazines, like for like those type of business magazines and stuff, websites or whatever. The numbers for Galaxy's Edge are actually kind of disappointing so far. That's it's so crazy. All these articles are like are theme parks, are Disney parks in trouble? Millennium's killing theme parks. Like it's in, what are you talking about? They, they blacked out all passes. Like it was a blackout for all employees, any annual pass holder no matter what level you are at that whole period. It's like right now it looks like oh no, but as soon as they they like last week open it up, there's been floods of people coming in. Like it's going to be they're going to be just fine. I mean, I imagine you know, they'll always be just yeah. fine. I I've, I've seen some videos too that were like people were pretty surprised at how dead Galaxy's Edge was. Yeah, I I've had my cousin went there. Uh, obviously, we have a family member that works at Disneyland and like it's like, yeah, man, you can just like walk in and do all this stuff and it doesn't feel like you're like fighting for it. And also like there when they had the reservation system, it was almost perfectly planned out and now they're like experimenting with ways they can do that again. And it's, it's, they're, they're going to get I, it. But I think to people, you know, a Star Wars fan, a dad fan, isn't like, oh, we got to get there the first right, day. Right. Like, we're waiting it out for six months. We don't want the first day. We'll get on one ride. Forget it, kids. We're not going. Like, I think yeah, it could be that, early. that could idea be like- that everybody's going to be there and spend thousands of dollars to get there on the first day and it's going to be a clusterfuck. <laughs> I think people are going to be pulsed out on when they're going to go visit. Like, buying an because iPhone. Because of the fear of you go. And you can't do anything because there's too many goddamn people. Like buying an iPhone, waiting for the, all the bugs to get worked out. Yeah, you know. right. All totally. right, guys, we got two more topics left on the theme parks. But uh, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about Epcot? Let's just hit Epcot real quick. Let's talk about Epcot. Epcot, yeah. all right. I don't know if it's completely shut down, but a lot of it is closed right now because they're redoing this whole thing. Yeah, they are. They're supposed to be splitting up into four parts. I don't remember what each 
part was called, but they keep they're just like updating the the what was you say what is it called like the world's uh the carousel of progress the yeah or like the 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 circle in the middle you're talking about I'm talking about like where all, like all the uh different countries are yeah that's in the, the back the world showcase the world showcase they're doing a new fountain in front they're gonna have a bunch of different stuff within these four different parts I think Nat Geo is getting kind of a their own like discovery. Which I is think is one of them. Perfect, because Epcot already has rides like that, so that's great. Um, and then there's gonna be like a Mo, uh, Moana water experience. Journey of play. water. Hell yeah. Yeah, you can manipulate water and, gar- and stuff. And yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. There's also gonna be a Guardians of the Galaxy thing too. Yeah, and it's got like the but what's interesting is it's got like the Nova Core star yeah, in front star, of it. Yeah, the ship is parked out front. Yeah, this this is gonna be freaking dope. I read that the Guardians is going to be a roller coaster that's backwards. They're freaking flying through. They've got new places to eat. This is going to be crazy, man. I mean, they're finally getting the Ratatouille ride there. It had the yeah, most. It was... had the most opportunity for improvement over any of the parks. Hollywood Studios got Galaxy's Edge, so it was going to be fine. But like, Epcot's fun as an adult. I love Epcot. I love going and getting hammered, drunk in every country, and freaking flying to Mars <laughs> just out of my fucking mind. But like, <laughs> I like I walked around. I was like, this could be so much more. And the fact that they said, you know what? It can be so much more. Let's drop $5 billion into it and make it dope. That was my favorite park when I was a kid. I've never been. But I was so. like always in I, lo- I loved it. I thought it was so cool, but there just wasn't that much to do there for me. And then I went back as an adult and I was like, holy shit, I can build a race car and I can fly in a hang glider and I can eat all this food. Let's talk all about Avengers Campus. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be so cool. <laughs> There'll be things like Hank Pym's kitchen, test mm-hmm. kitchen. Well, where it will mm-hmm. play off sizing of different pin foods. Particles. Cool yeah, pin particles. Pin particles. Pin yeah. particles. I'm going to eat that. I'm, curi- I'm just curious of like all the regular size food that they're going to just shrink down. Or make huge. Like I was trying to think about a, a small food item. You think you could get like a giant peanut and just have to like <laughs> cut, use a knife and fork to cut the peanut to eat the peanut? Seems- no. <laughs> what giant no. foods do you think you'll see if it? I think there'll be like a giant macaron for like dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, so basically, like a cake, and you would split that with people. Like tiny chickens. Yeah. For eating. <laughs> yeah. Tiny hamburgers, like sliders. Tiny, yeah, tiny burgers. Fucking tiny little fucking food, man. Little bits. <laughs> right. Little bits. <laughs> That sounds good. Uh, the yeah. Iron Man experience will be coming to Hong Kong. I think it's already there. It, it might be already there. This I know they've been slowly rolling different stuff out, but not so much in America. Yeah, I think the I think the Iron Man in Hong Kong is the Ant Man and Wasp has the, this. That's there too. Yeah, right? it's a Stark Expo thing that they're doing, and then the Ant Man and Wasp thing will be there too. Yeah, the uh, the Iron Man experience is basically Hydra taking over the Tony or the Stark convention. And then you go into battle or whatever. I guess we have to go to Hong Kong. Yeah, we we all should take a field trip to Hong Kong. That'd be dope. Right now, <laughs> they're doing things. They're really awesome. Oh yeah, we should definitely head to Hong Kong right now. Uh, the biggest thing I think, though, especially with all the drama with Spider Man, is definitely this web ride. It looks cool. I mean, we've only seen pictures and stuff of it, but it seems like there's this. Uh, Peter Parker has made this spider bot that is duplicating itself and we have to go all over the town and it's causing trouble we gotta utilize this new spidey vehicle 
and help Spider-Man. Art, like the con- the concept art, it looks kind of like, what was that right at Universal? The Hanna-Barbera one where you had to like shoot stuff and like you had water guns. It looks like it's going to be like that. Kind of a hybrid between Midway Mania and the Harry Potter ride on this oscillating back and forth arm. I don't know what. It's going to be sweet. Yep. I don't know what either of that oh, means. But yeah, it. totally. Mid- Midway, like Midway Media. Uh, what's it called? Midway. Midway Mania. That's the Toy Story uh, shooting Toy Story. ride. That's like amazing. That, that's like the one of my favorite rides. Of Such all a good freaking ride. I haven't been to Disneyland since I was like 13. Oh, you got to this, get down. Second part, and I, w- I thought this was like the coolest thing to hear about was in what they called phase two of the Avengers campus. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring in this. I'm assuming it's much like um, something like the uh, rise of the resistance type of ride where uh, you'll be flying into Wakanda and then like, you'll see all, they didn't say the villain, but I'm assuming it's Thanos. Yeah. The concept art looks like the final battle in game, right? Yeah. These flyers make it look like it's annihilation. But you think they'd roll out a new character? Just Annihilus? That could be fun. I mean, I didn't. I don't remember any wing. These winged bugs look just like the Annihilation Force that he commands. It'll be inter- it'll be interesting because you apparently you're flying around and then you go to Wakanda and all hell breaks loose, Battle much like Infinity our War. Our world against one of the most powerful villains they've ever faced. I don't know, man. Bugs, powerful villain they've ever faced. There's only like a few of them. I think it's Annihilus. <laughs> but- well, and depending on what. BP2 is and when this ride comes out because we don't have dates true. on true, this true, phase true. 2 Wakanda it easily could be a tie-in that we're not going to be privy to until the movie comes out and then the ride you know comes out at the same time very true true that'd be smart on their part lots of stuff coming up to the Disney parks they all blew my mind I can't, I can't wait to go back to a park it definitely made me miss Disneyland and wanting to go back so bad but Lots of cool shit to come, so definitely stay on the lookout for that. That's going to do it for our first part breakdown of D23. There's so much stuff to cover. Katie's killing it. Chris is killing it. In part two, we're talking about Star Wars, movies, Marvel, all the things to come, all the shows. It's definitely worth sticking around. So you know how we do here on G-Splash, baby. We'll see you next on that part two. Peace. Yeah, we on. Tell me that we on. Yeah, this is the dope shop. Yeah, we on. Tell me that we on. Yeah, this be the dope shop. Yeah, we on. Tell me that we on. Yeah, this is the dope shop. Yeah, we on. Tell me that we on. Yeah, this be the dope shop. 